0: Simply freeing? Motherhood doesn't feel simply freeing when you're on autopilot in a home filled with chaos, stress, and a ton of pressure. In order to survive the chaos, we need the right strategies and mindset to embrace the simple and enjoy the few short years we have with our kids. I believe that we are called to see that we can rise up, get out of our head, shut out the expectations of the world and what mom life is supposed to be like, and change what's not working so that motherhood is fulfilling. Join me as we discuss all things motherhood, homeschooling, minimalism, faith, and health. My mission is to help you embrace simplicity and find freedom in your motherhood. I'm Jackie from Whole9Family, and this is the Simply Freeing Podcast. Our actions as moms are often very reactionary, and we run on autopilot. It is extremely common to act based on what's happening in front of us rather than being purposeful in setting up our days. But how do you do that? In this episode, we'll discuss ways you can get out of autopilot and get back in control of motherhood. Being on autopilot was my norm even before I had kids. I was always busy, on the go, and unable to rest. I took actions in my life without thinking all the time. It was very hard for me to slow down. I didn't know how. So what does it mean to be on autopilot exactly? It's a cognitive state in which you act without self-awareness. It means to do something without focusing, without thinking of what is happening. Sounds like typical mom life, right? Some of us are living the consequences of being on autopilot and doing things without being intentional. Maybe you're making financial decisions on the fly without any wisdom, sound advice, or prayerful consideration, and you're quite literally paying for it now. That car that you needed as soon as possible could have been paid off already if you bought a gently used one instead of being sucked into the latest and greatest one. Or even a dream house that you just had to have without saving for a bigger down payment first so that your mortgage is lower. Some of our poor financial decisions are the cause of years of consequences, or getting that more expensive rental when it was clear that you would struggle. We're suffering in our marriages because we're too busy to cultivate them and give them the time they need. We have been non-existent with our spiritual lives, or we're very poorly tuning into them because we're not putting in the time with God. We struggle with our friendships often because we're overwhelmed and forgetful. Being on autopilot makes us busy and purposeless, and it becomes acceptable to believe that throwing some leggings on, rocking your messy bun, and being a hot mess mom is normal until your youngest child turns around five. As moms, it's so easy to get into this autopilot state of mind and create a habit out of it. Have you ever had a child ask you if they could do something and you said yes without thinking? The other day, I saw Riley painting at the art table. I got angry and I started yelling at her. And she turned to me and said, but you told me I could. I don't even remember telling her that. When these types of scenarios start happening consistently, that's a sign that I'm not in the right state of mind that maybe I'm doing too much and I need a reset. Our actions as moms are often very reactionary. We act based on what's happening in front of us. This is not what we want. We wanna be in control of our actions. We should be in control. We are the parent. If your toddler was beginning to run into the street, you wouldn't call their name and run after them after they were already in the middle of the road. Of course not. You would prevent them from going near the street in the first place by making sure there were boundaries in place. You'd teach them as early as you could that the sidewalk is safe and streets are not. Your mission is to protect your children in life and keep them safe from harm. We need to be more intentional in creating boundaries that are just as solid as the ones we use to teach our kids to keep them away from physical harm. That same passion that comes up when our child is about to touch something hot on the stove should be the passion that we have for getting out of autopilot and being more intentional in our day-to-day lives. As we experience the day-to-day of being a mom, we naturally learn how to be proactive. We naturally learn how to be two steps ahead of our kids so we can be a better encourager and a better guide for them. If my four year old is building a tower, I'm going to be talking to my two year old kind of like this. Let's be kind and remember how sad Riley will feel if you knock that tower over while she's building it. We begin being proactive and learning to talk this way after we've experienced the tears and the agonizing tantrums of block towers being destroyed. When we're being pulled in a million directions and we're living on autopilot, we won't like the things that begin happening. We will be discouraged constantly while living on autopilot because we're in reaction mode. Being on autopilot means there's more stress. There's more nagging. There's more yelling and mental exhaustion because we're not showing up in the best way possible for our family. We're not thinking straight. If you want to stop living your life on autopilot and live more intentionally, here are some things that you need to do. Number one, get out of autopilot by making healthier choices. Mom brain is a very real thing, and what we put into our bodies does impact our energy and clarity of our mind each day. This is something that I am so passionate about. I'm pretty nerdy about all things health, and I'm searching for the right guests to have on this show that are going to give us insight into what we can do to take our health very seriously. Being on autopilot will sabotage your health over time. I can guarantee that. I cannot gloss over this topic. When your input is crap, your output will be crap. But what if you don't have the finances to eat healthier and purchase organic foods with less chemicals? I know organic foods are more expensive, but if you stopped purchasing the pre-packaged organic granola bars, the crackers, the organic cookies and treats, and focused on eating whole foods like fruits and veggies and some protein, you might find your food budget isn't as high as you'd expect. Use Pinterest to find homemade granola bar recipes. Make some breakfast muffins or egg cups instead of buying pre-packaged meals full of harmful additives. It will take a little extra time, but prioritizing your health is worth the extra time, in my opinion. Remember, it's not just about us. We're being role models for our kids on what it looks like to treat our bodies well. And if you don't have the time to plan meals or you don't know where to start, I have a link that I'll drop in the show notes of an older blog post that I wrote, which is actually called How to Lose Weight Without Exercising. (laughs) So if you want honesty, I'm your girl, and you could read that, and it might help. I'll also add the link to a free meal planning worksheet that I created to help me plan out my meals each weekend. It has a section for you to write your grocery list, to write down all of the meals for the seven days, and then a little section at the bottom to make some notes on any of the recipes. I'll leave that in the show notes as well. The second way to get out of autopilot is to minimize stress I know, it sounds like a pipe dream, right? Stress and kids go hand in hand. But it's essential that you do whatever you can to create a more peaceful environment for yourself and your kids. Stress can cause you to be in that brain fog state. It can do so much damage to your health and well-being. So you have to take care of yourself. Recognize that feeling that starts rising up in you when you get frustrated. What do you start doing right before you have an outburst and what is happening around you? Be more aware of what triggers your stress and start being proactive. I know sometimes our circumstances at home are the cause of our stress, but sometimes, to be really honest, we use our circumstances as a cover to make excuses for our own behaviors. Start praying for wisdom and perhaps if you're a part of a church, reach out to someone and ask for help. Talk to someone close to you, a friend or a relative. During this strange time with COVID, a lot of us are distancing ourselves from the church for the wrong reasons. Some of you might be using Zoom church as a cover because it's easier than packing up the kids and going to church. But I want to encourage you that we need community, especially during this time. So make sure that if you're still at home, your reasons for doing so are valid and not coming from an unhealthy place. The third way you can stop living your life on autopilot is to simplify your home. There are plenty of studies proving that clutter in your environment and your mental state are directly related. Taking the time to declutter what's not necessary from your home will reap huge rewards. Do you know how much time is wasted by being tempted with distractions all around you at home? If your home is cluttered and you don't have any systems in place, You're getting visual cues all day long telling you what you have to do. Your countertop might have lots of papers on it as little reminders here and there to take care of things at another time. But you know what happens? Life happens. And after some time, those papers literally become a part of the counter in your eyes. This is how late fees, unopened mail, and long overdue RSVPs happen. Those cluttered countertops are keeping you distracted and you're continuing to react on what you're seeing in front of you instead of having your systems in place. Cluttered kitchen counters are my pet peeve now. I even freaked out on my mom on our last vacation as I watched her unpack our groceries at our beach house. She was putting all of the non-refrigerated groceries on the countertops to make sure that we knew they were there because she didn't want to forget them. I finally told her how stressed out it was making me, and I put everything in the cabinets. I'm sure my mom thinks I've been taken over by aliens. But if you saw the cluttered lifestyle that I used to live, and you see my home now, you'd probably think the same thing as well. This is just one small example of how a cluttered home can destroy you as a mom and keep you in reactionary mode on autopilot. This podcast wouldn't exist if my home was the way it was in the past. And if it did exist, it would have been slapped together without intentional decisions. It would have taken up an unhealthy amount of my time. Number four, to stop living your life on autopilot, simplify the way you use your time. I know a lot of us are financially in survival mode. Some of us are working, we're homeschooling, we're wives, and we're managing our home. We have a lot of pressure. Time management is so important, and working without kids is a much better way to be the most productive. But a babysitter would be fantastic, but I know it's not always realistic. Simplify the way you use your time by getting up before the kids in the morning or working once the kids are in bed. If you work late at night and don't have the luxury of sleeping in, try to take a nap during the day even if you have to put on a 30-minute show and rest on the couch with your kids. You might have too much on your plate if you're feeling out of control of your days. Now, this would also depend on the type of job that you have. Some of you don't have the luxury of creating your own schedule. And if that's the case for you, you would have to be really careful with how late you stay up at night because over time, you'll end up getting sick from a lack of sleep. Number five. Get out of autopilot by prioritizing the right things. Think about what your priorities are. Really give yourself time to sit and reflect on this. Is your life aligning with what you say you love and want for your family? I'm not a planner. I've always said that I'm not a planner by nature in the past. But now I see that speaking that phrase has just been a cop-out for me. I'm not a planner by nature because it was just too hard to plan or even care about planning because I was running on autopilot all the time. I was so busy I had no clue how to slow down and stop. I didn't get it. I didn't understand that I was literally sabotaging my own family by saying I'm not a planner. We need clarity in the midst of all the noise. We need to see where we are going and continuously move forward. Some of you listening... You're going backwards. You're not confident enough to take any steps forward. And that's not good. Not being a planner puts you in reactionary mode. And in that reaction mode, your days don't feel very purposeful. Planning helps us get our thoughts out of our head. It helps us create goals and be able to achieve those small wins. Those small wins encourage us to keep pressing on. Sometimes we're deceived by what a plan looks like. One of the biggest misconceptions for homeschool moms is that the curriculum that they choose becomes their plan, and then when the curriculum fails, they move on to another one when it really wasn't the curriculum's fault at all. I did this for a really long time, and I had a ton of half-used and sometimes barely-used curriculum to show for it. Planning and goal-setting go hand-in-hand. No plan and no goals, and ultimately no vision for the future, is not good. Planning your days helps you create a sense of purpose for your kids. If you have a child that thrives off of structure, you can provide that for them by creating a simple plan. When one of your kids asks, what are we doing today? If you don't have a plan, you can easily say something that doesn't end up happening. Oh, we'll go to the park later. When we say this on the fly and don't follow through, what does that teach them? I know that life happens and we have to teach our kids to be adaptable, but I'm talking about inconsistently not following through and delivering on your promises. This is not good for your kids. This isn't good for you either. How will you view yourself if you're constantly saying, we'll do this or that and it doesn't happen? You'll feel like a failure, right? As moms, flying by the seat of our pants because we feel busy doesn't cut it. This is an important job that shouldn't be taken lightly. Check yourself if you hear yourself saying, I'm not a planner often. Is that statement coming from a healthy place? Some of us roll our eyes when we see a planner, or we get one because that's the thing to do and it ends up empty. We've never gotten past January. Or as a homeschool mom, if you're thinking about the school year calendar, The planning bug might even fall flat by the end of September. Ask me how I know this. You aren't alone. I used to live in a constant state of being on autopilot. It is not a good place to be, and I don't want that for you. If this resonated with you, please let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram at whole9family, that's W-H-O-L-E, the number 9, family, Take a screenshot of this episode, tag me, and share it in your stories. I want to support you in this journey. Thank you so much for listening and sharing. I know there is a ton of information out there, and that doesn't help us get to a calm, focused place at all. Being on autopilot should not be the norm just because you're a mom. It's a lie. Don't fall for it. I'll see you next time.